joining us this week on the Power 5 Podcast. My name is Kevin. This week, we are sending up all the T's and P's to all the characters who died in movies as we rank our favorite death scenes. And we've got the same exact panel as last week, plus our long-lost brother, Colin. And once again, man, we've got DJ Enzyme, friend of the pod, making his third appearance on the Power 5 Podcast. Gentlemen, what's up? Y'all ready to talk about dying? Yeah. I'm ready. Ready to be back. I'm so ready, man. I feel so alive doing this episode. It's unfair. I will say, you know, our favorite death scenes. It's kind of an oxymoron. This this is after dark stuff right here, guys. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. I think our fans (laughs) and our listeners may have thought Colin had passed away. I mean, it's been like, what? T's and P's, Colin. 20 episodes since he's joined us. You know, needed a needed a little sabbatical. You had you had one during your month long voyage uh, to Disney, and we were able to schedule around that one. So needed some time off, but I'm back, ready to roll with deaths tonight. Love that <laughs> trip to Disney <laughs> death within itself for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Unless you're Kevin, so <laughs> it's a God, small world after all. He got stuck on it, right? Kevin, tell oh, us guys. about that. Man, that poor soul got stuck on that boat for an hour. That's awful. Wasn't it you that pulled the crank to stop it so you could enjoy the song? <laughs> Negative, man. Negative. Colin, tell the people what you're wearing, man. It's not a women's shirt. I know everybody's going to be surprised by this, but, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm rocking a little uh, Power 5 pod unofficial swag Captain Crunch logoed shirt here that I believe I won for winning one of our contests way back right. in season one. Back when we did contests. So that's how long it's been. Yes. yes. Back when you ate sugar cereals. I mean, it's <laughs> he's more of a raisin brand guy now, folks. Hey, and I could go that's... for some Fruit Loops right now. Hey, there you go. But what about cereal? <laughs> I think that's the original, the original OG Captain Crunch too, man. Don't don't add any berries yeah, on that shirt. That's Horatio Sands right there, right? That's right. <laughs> SNL forever. That's right. Hey, speaking well, of T's and P's, real quick to Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian's relationship. <laughs> that one has ended abruptly after nine months. Hey. Oh, yes. So sad. R.I.P. Death scene. Well, I've never heard of either one of those, but you really. Know, but he's in peace for real real to collins one of collins top five favorite soundtracks grease olivia newton john passing away i mean that's that's sad you know what it's been two weeks ago yeah T's and P's to that. I mean, absolutely, man. Great music there from Greece, as Colin can attest to. She had a banger hit that was on Stranger Things for all you Stranger Thing people out there. You know, I, I mean, it's sad because she was like young 70s. I think she had breast cancer. So, yeah, shout out to that. Travolta is still alive. I'd like to hear what he had to say about that. I guess I'm coming out. <laughs> John, on cue. Todd, give us your best job, Travolta. I don't have one of those. What what does he say in Greece, Colin? What's that thing he says? I got skills. Uh, They're multiplying. (laughs) I thought he said I got chills. chills. (laughs) I got got chills. They're multiplying. I got skills. (laughs) I mean, he did. Have you seen him? The way he greased his hair, slid off that convertible. Oh, I don't man. even know if I saw the same movie. That was Grease Lightning. He's saying Grease Lightning, he he Grease Lightning too. Oh man, he did. Was that got to be? But it was a little greasier back then. No pun mm, intended. Yeah. That's right. Hair paste. Uh, we should do top five hair pastes. Texture, <laughs> texture green. <laughs> Stay tuned for season three. Oh man, hey, let's talk about some people dying in some movies, guys. We could take this all over the place tonight. It could be funny scenes. It could be tragic and sad. It could be satisfaction because people deserve to die in whatever movie it is that they play it. I mean, this is going to be pretty interesting tonight, man. Possibly 25 different death scenes. It's going to be fun. So we're going to start out with Christian tonight. Then we're going to let Colin go second, DJ third, Todd fourth, and then I will close this out ranking fifth tonight. All right, let's do it, fellas. Number five. All right, so tonight we're doing our top five favorite death scenes or our top five T's and P's. And honestly, guys, for my criteria, number one, I had to have seen the movie. And then number two, my deaths are actually a little bit more sad. Um, I actually don't think I 
teased around with a few like satisfactory deaths, but I think my deaths are just more significant to whether it's the series they were in or just the situation from the movie. So guys coming in at number five for me, this is one, if you haven't seen this movie, I apologize. It actually came out in theaters this year in January of 2022. It's on Paramount plus right now, if you need to go watch it, but guys, you know me, if you've listened to the past few episodes, huge screen guy from West Craven and they came out with the fifth rendition this year. Now, David Arquette, who plays Deputy Dewey, has been one of the lead roles in this movie alongside Courtney Cox, alongside Nev Campbell. And he's one of those characters that has survived everything from stabbings to shootings, you name it. Well, you know, couldn't avoid the spoilers enough, fellas. Coming in at number five, it is from the movie Scream. Deputy Dewey Riley dies in the latest Scream installment, which is huge. If you haven't seen one since 96, he's been in every single movie since. And actually, it was so sad because his life had kind of taken a turn for the worse. In real life, he got divorced, I believe, from Courtney Cox. (laughs) And then in the movie, he got divorced from Courtney Cox and was living in a trailer park. Ends up coming back to help this new group of kids, joining forces with Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox. Ends up dying in a hospital, just gets shot, stabbed, ripped in half, and T's and P's to the man Dewey Riley from the Scream series coming in at number five, guys. Now, have haven't you seen, seen any of them? I have not I seen number no. five, but dude, I remember yeah. Deputy Dewey, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a nice guy. Oh, absolutely. A he's nice the town guy. Andy Griffith, Barney yeah. Fife, really. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I hate to hear that he dies. I mean, does he? I get, apologize to the Does he get stabbed? Does like the Scream guy? He gets literally cut in two. And believe it or not, the person who kills him was a female in honor of 2022 because females can be killers now. So there was a female <laughs> and a male who split the roles. Oh, and, and I hated her character. It was almost like, man, a slap in the face to scream followers to not only have him killed, but the way he died Um, really hated it, man. Sad to see him go, but uh, iconic death because that's a franchise that's been out since 96 and he was a leading character. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to be an impactful death for sure. One that'll live on for, for a long time, just be on the series for so long. Well, and there's a new movie coming out next year and not only is he dead, but Nev Campbell's contract is dead. So let's see if oh, Courtney man. Cox and Hayden Panettiere can carry the sixth installment. Dude. For me, they can't. But so he no. gets he gets cut in half, like well, hardcore, he like- basically gets like a like a slice. Now it's not unrealistic; like it doesn't show his body falling apart. I mean, he essentially is getting shot into a trophy case or some kind of thing in the hospital lobby, and then basically gets stabbed to the point where it's like he was ripped up i mean it was like a a bad scene for a classic character man it was hard to watch i mean i knew it was coming and it was still hard to watch so kind of sad now graphic graphic sorry guys start setting the tone here (laughs) setting the tone Uh, criteria for me mostly just deaths that you know you were pulling for hoping for that created satisfaction or a little bit of impactful to the to the moment or to the movie number five, probably the least fitting of that criteria, but Dennis has just cut the power to Jurassic park. T-Rex is on the loose. The storm is blowing in the lawyer gets stuck on the toilet as the, the port John walls around him go flying off and T-Rex takes my man off the toilet seat and kills him. Number five, Jurassic park toilet killing. What a horrible way to go. <laughs> yes. oh, I can horrible. picture that scene right now, man. I, I totally not... remember that. Yeah, as a kid, I actually laughed when that happened. Jared can't sit on a toilet anymore because of that. <laughs> that and the Barstool Snake video that recently came out. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow. Slippery snake. Listen, the fact that Colin even mentioned a toilet scene is impressive because, I mean, that's something he likes to stay away from. But <laughs> I do remember that. Wasn't was he poor... sitting or was he hovering? Oh, he was sitting, man. And wasn't the poor guy, <laughs> wasn't the poor I think he would have stood up to wipe the. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't giving a chance. Doesn't the poor guy, like, beg the T-Rex, like, 
for his life for a second like the t-rex is listening or could understand i mean i think oh yeah just for a second he's like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm still laughing hey, that's that a scene. great pick colin i love it man there you go toll it Good pick. love it Good way pick. to carry us back up a hill from where i was taking us deep into the grave oh man <laughs> All right, guys. So I'm coming in from all this criteria. Um, I base my choices on something based in these movies that gave an emotional portrayal of or, or had a lasting impact, something that people will remember forever and something that a lot of people may never may never be able to forget. But um, most of my picks for all the youths out there listening, you might not remember or ever seen these movies because most of them are classic. But I'm going to start out with the number five pick, just like Christian from the Scream series, but I'm taking it all the way back to Scream. And my death is uh, Casey Becker. Ah. Uh, I don't know if anybody even remembers Casey, but the impact of this movie and what was so memorable about it is that when it happened in the movie and who it happened to. So 10 minutes into the movie, Casey Becker played by the most popular person in the movie at the time, Drew Barrymore. Nobody else was a popular movie character at this time, but Drew Barrymore. And this was in a time before there were internet leaks and spoilers and, you know, Christian on the Power Five telling everybody about, you know. Right. My apologies. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, but um, she was out and she was home alone, ready to watch a horror movie and popping her some Jiffy Pop on the stove back when you did that in the 1900s, not in the microwave. Um, but this this death, what I see is probably a nod to Psycho, but it's but it's huge surprise to the audience is what what came about. Um, and I think it was a great intro to the series, to horror film lovers and also to a cast of characters that supposedly loved horror films in a horror film. So uh, coming in at number five for me is Casey Becker from Scream. Love that. You knew I would love it. But the meta piece to that is what you just said. Horror movie inside a horror movie. And what's cool about that, like Jared said, they marketed that movie as Drew Barrymore lead role. Had her on the posters, had her in the trailer. And she dies in the first 10 minutes. Like nobody did that in 1996. That was that was epic. And that's what they were known for. So that's awesome. Love it. Fun fact, Drew Barrymore was actually cast as the lead role. But due to schedule times and changes, she had to drop out. And that's how Nev Campbell got the lead role. And Drew agreed to do this 10-minute death scene (laughs) at the very beginning. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. That's good. I'm here for it. Scream two of the first three picks. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. You know, I remember loving Scream so much. I'm kind of upset that I haven't seen all the new ones, but. Dude, your lead up to telling that about Casey Becker right there. <laughs> that was, was good, man. You gave me money. chills. Like, oh, my spine. <laughs> like suspense, <laughs> drama, humor. I mean, that was spot on, dude. Who Trust are you? Out. RL Casey Stein. Becker, man. Love that. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what it is? Jiffy Pop, like you did in the nineteen hundreds. Man, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Sorry I have to follow that, but uh with my number five pick. I'm going to go, you know, he said, he talked about going back. Maybe you kids haven't seen this movie, but first, before I tell you mine, let me go back and, and tell you my criteria. This was really challenging for me at first when I first thought about it. Cause I was like, man, this is going to be morbid. You know, I don't really, I don't love movies that like, if I know uh, the main character dies at the end of a movie, I'm not watching the movie. Cause I don't, I don't love sad movies, like all that kind of stuff. But I kind of found an angle here that excited me and I kind of just ran with it. And I, I thought about iconic deaths in movies that kind of changed the game or, or, you know, made a difference in the way that movies were being made. And so I want to go all the way back to 1960 for this first pick or the number five pick. This is a, a movie about a lady who is embezzling some money and she checks into this motel. Uh, it's run by a young man who is uh, the way it was described under domination by his mom and it's the movie psycho and man just that iconic scene of the shower curtain sliding you know and just and then the music you know the the knife i went back and watched it today it's terrible film you know uh, <laughs> but but so iconic 
and uh, Marion is stabbed in the shower there. Alfred Hitchcock really changed the game there and, man, just made such an impact on the movie industry. And so uh, I'm going with Psycho at number five. Great pick, Todd. Love that you stuck yeah. with the horror genre. And you took us back to the 1960s, not the Vince Vaughn one with Anne Heche. Uh, oh, yeah. No hey, way. Remember when they pulled the curtain back, what was said? Get out of here, you nosy little pervert. I'll slap you silly. <laughs> <laughs> that is a classic another memorable one that'll be remembered for all time just because back right. then in the 60s that was not something you know that you normally do on, on right. and, and that early in the film as well and that was also a shocker uh mr norman bates being the taxidermy self that he was huge interest in stuffing animals but he also stuffed his mother but you know it's another story <laughs> hey save room for collins <laughs> all right man nice pick psycho absolute classic in the in the horror genre so definitely deserves a spot right there all right so my criteria was this i don't i'm like you todd i don't like sad deaths i don't like anything that's going to put me in just like a somber melancholy mood or anything like that there are some some death scenes that are just you know pretty emotional from a, from a movie standpoint. And so I, I was staying away from those and I was going to people that deserve to die. That was satisfying to me. And I've even got some funny deaths on there. So <clears throat> on my list. So here we go. That's my criteria coming in at number five is a 1992 movie. I feel like Colin's going to be the only one that's actually seen this movie. I could be wrong. There's a character by the name of Magua, who is a Huron Indian. He's posing as a Mohawk Indian in the movie Last of the Mohicans. It's a beautiful movie. It's based on the French and Indian War. And Magua is just absolutely ruthless. Okay, he's ruthless. He, he, he's got some conniving things going on. He kills a lot of the British soldiers in there. He kidnaps two women in the movie. And so the rest of the movie, after he kidnaps two women, is about a Mohican Indian. There's only three left, and they're going to try to, to rescue the women, okay? Well, anyways, during the whole entire movie, Magua is just slaughtering people left and right, showing no emotion whatsoever, it's just no no regard for life, essentially. But at the very end of the movie, one of the Mohicans, the dad, is by, goes by the name Chinagook, actually kills Magua in a one-to-one hand combat. He ends up slicing him open left and right, doing some cool fighting moves, throws him off the side of the mountain after he's dead. And, I mean, it's a somber, sad ending to the movie because – Good guys and bad guys ultimately die, but Magua definitely deserves to die in it. I love this movie. I, going back to my grandmother, you remember I talked her into letting me watch Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Well, she also let me watch oh, yeah. Last of the Mohicans. Guys, this won an Oscar for best music, okay? I don't know how the the, the music was was phrased or whatever, but or the word was phrased, but, uh, man, the score is is unbelievable. Highly recommend the movie, Last of the Mohicans, and my death scene is uh, Magua dying. Is that Kevin Costner? West, no. West Study. Oh, my sorry. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, Kevin. A long time. Go back, check it out. Back on VHS. Yeah, that's pulling out from the vaults. I've actually seen that movie as well, and I agree with that. A ruthless guy who just had no regard or remorse. He played it so well. As oh, yeah. Also, so all, I can hope, all I can hope is that he was the last of the Mohicans, if you know what I mean. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was a Huron. Oh, I'm sorry. He was a, <laughs> I paid he attention to nothing of that story. I'm sorry. Dewey uh, Riley. <laughs> hey, that was deep, man. That's as deep as I'm going there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> what is that? Wait, are we on number four, guys? Yes. yes. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Couch Todd for, for 10 o'clock show just kind of threw me off. I remember him at a table last right. time. 
All right, a guys. Little, little more relaxed after dark. I love it. I love it. Number four. All right, guys. So we're coming in at number four here. I'm going to take you guys back to 1994. And guys, this is going to be my only animated movie that's going to make the list, guys. But I can't think of a more impactful scene from my childhood than that of the death from the Lion King from Simba's dad, Mufasa. If you remember, Scar tricks them. Basically, it was tricking Simba into going into a gorge, right? And Mufasa basically gets trampled, sorry, Colin, uh, spoiler alert, to death by a stampede of wildebeests. This is where Simba survives and is hanging on and then ends up, you know, getting raised by Timon and Pumbaa. But basically, I just remember that because you started to really learn about the family and kind of what was going on with Mufasa and Scar and nobody likes Scar. And then he tricks a naive little boy in Simba to go out there and, you know, just a really sad, sad scene. I remember that I was about seven or eight years old when that came out. So to me, I couldn't have a top five scene, uh, a death scene without remembering that one from the lion King. So give me Mufasa at number four. Wow. That's a good pick. I like that pick. Definitely. Especially when Simba found his dead body. Sad. Yeah, that was uh, that was dark, bro. Dude, dude, yeah, sad, definitely man. dark. It's sad. I remember it would make the list. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The first time my daughter ever wanted to watch that movie, like I knew that was going to be intense. Something that yeah was was intense, and she wanted to stop watching it at that moment. Man, she was crying. <laughs> I mean, she was shook up on it. Man, that's tough. That's a tough little scene. Oh yeah, tough scene for me today. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number four for me, I'm going with a scene from The Departed, um, which is such a great movie and probably even underrated for me personally, to be honest. And it's it's chess the whole time. You know, the whole movie is just a game of chess. And towards the end, Colin, who's played by Matt Damon, uh, is in cuffs. Leo uh Leonardo DiCaprio, who plays Billy, has got him in the elevator cuffed. Looks like it's over for Colin. Uh, elevator doors open. Another undercover cop. That, that's a mole, essentially, uh, in Costello's tribe. Shoots uh, Billy in the head. Another dude comes in, gets shot. Colin ends up shooting the other cop. I mean, all, right there, all of a sudden, you got like four deaths. And oh, yeah. Colin walks away scot-free. As so, he does in real life. Moment. <laughs> so uh just a wild scene there in the departed i love that colin that is my favorite movie of all time i know i probably say that about everything but i think i'm consistent in saying that because it's in my opinion the best cast and that scene i am mad at myself for not putting that in there because in my mind i see the elevator door opening right now yep. and i remember the first time i saw it I'd be like bam oh my bam. god <laughs> so good so good great pick <laughs> fun fact about that i know this is going to be really long at the easily movie theaters i actually got the people there to give me their wall size poster of the departed and i still have it in my closet here today so oh dude, wow shout out cool. to them dude i used to do the same thing i used to collect these giant movie posters yeah yeah i loved it man love that that's pretty cool that's Hey, I like the movie too, Colin, The Departed. I remember seeing it. Again, not much of a rewatcher, so I don't remember that scene, but I do remember after watching The Departed, I actually enjoyed the movie very much. Top, top movie on my Blu-ray rack, fellas, so you know it's number one. Right? Oh, yeah. wow. Look oh, at wow. there. Ooh, what's that's... a Blu-ray? Followed by. <laughs> what is that? What is that? You're going old school there. Jeez Louise. I don't even have a player to watch it on. All right, I'm sorry. Who's number three? <laughs> I miss me. Number four. I'm coming in. All right, so I'm taking it back old school again here, too. Another movie that had an impactful death at the very end. Whew, talk about a movie about strong friendship and then even bringing about the feminist movement here. Uh, so talks about two ladies or a movie about two ladies that go out on a road trip. And in the end, they get cornered by law, by the law. And uh, they're two best friends and they face a tough choice. You know, do you turn around, get separated or? just keep going so you know they had already been on this road trip and they shot a man in self-defense they rob a convenience store and they locked a police officer in his police officer in his own trunk and then they blow up a truck 
So these two chicks are out on the lamb. They're facing serious jail time. And then they're driving. And instead of refusing to separate and surrender, they drive their car right off the edge of the cliff into the Grand Canyon. I'm going with my fourth pick, Thelma and Louise, driving their <laughs> Ford Thunderbird off the cliff into the Grand Canyon. T's and P's to that Thunderbird. Wow. That's for sure. What a scene. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother wouldn't let me watch that movie, unfortunately. <laughs> Everything else, yes. <laughs> dude, what a what a movie scene, though. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a epic, pick. dude. Iconic. So for me, my uh, my number two pick or number four pick, the second pick that I'll make tonight is the movie Old Yeller. Uh, oh man, my what a gosh. Oh, oh, wow! Like so dude. tragic. At the end of the movie, Old Yeller, oh, which is he's named Old Yeller, not only because of his color, but by the fact that his bark sounded more like a human yell. 1957 movie. Uh, he's bitten by rabid wolf, and Travis has to make this harsh decision that he's got to kill Old Yeller right after the fight with the wolf and because he can't risk the dog turning on the family, becoming sick and turning on the family. And so, um, man, what a what a terrible ending to a movie. And maybe this is the reason why I hate movies that end sad because when I was a kid, I was exposed to this and it yeah. was just, I mean, it took a while to recover. I just remember. I'm still recovering. I mean, we're, we're done here. I don't think we're we're done cut done this off. Covered from old yeller. Nobody. Me, has <laughs> but yeah. let me ask, is it a coming of age to like mortify your children? Is, are we still doing that in 2022? <laughs> Are we still showing old yeller? I don't know. I got a young daughter. I need to know. Should I show it to her tonight? I have not shown it to my kids. I can be attentive now. I don't. Who knows? I hope my kids never have to see that. That's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Iconic death, uh, Todd. Yeah. Leave it up to Todd to uh, just kill us off. All right, here we go. Hey, well, hopefully, hopefully this makes you laugh a little bit. My number four pick, Colin. We're going back to Jurassic Park, but we're not. We're not going to the guy that dies taking a dump. Nope, we're not doing that. We're going with Newman dying, also known as Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. His real name is actually Wayne Knight, guys. I don't know if you know that, but he will forever be Newman. Did you know this, too, by the way? He went to the University of Georgia. He's a bulldog. No way. Yeah, it's kind of odd. I didn't didn't like him. Didn't expect that. But (laughs) listen, just to set up the scene where – Newman passes away. So <clears throat> the powers cut at Jurassic Park, right? To his own to, to his doing. He has a wreck. It's pouring rain. It's muddy. Okay. He has a wreck. The Jeep goes down this embankment. It's flooding everywhere. Turns out he comes up and it and he's kind of faced with a dinosaur called the Dilophosaurus. Okay. So this was a fictional dinosaur, apparently, in the movie. He's a short guy, but the dinosaur is kind of kind of of a smaller dinosaur. And Newman's talking. We're just gonna call him Newman. Newman is talking <laughs> to this this dinosaur like he's a dog. He's like, "Hey, you want some food? Here we go. I got some food for you." You know, he's a little he's a little timid about the situation, but he ultimately insults this this dinosaur. He tries to play fetch with him, and uh, the dinosaur is just looking at him, making he's not like roaring, but he's he's making like these little bird chirps. Well, anyways, Newman gets back in his car, and the the dinosaur spits this nasty black goop all over his face where he can't see, and then proceeds to eat him alive. And that's how Newman dies. And it was very satisfactory <laughs> to me. Uh, I thought it was pretty pretty funny going back and looking at it. So there we go, Jurassic Park where Newman dies. How about yeah, that? That one, well, that one was a good death scene. Yeah, I remember that. Like I was yeah. like, he's a bad man. He's stealing the stuff. And I was, you're right. It's it's satisfying for him to die because he didn't get to steal it and win the money. That's right. And you know, spoiler to Colin, that's how he dies in, in Seinfeld if you continue watching that series, right? Newman. <laughs> Hello, Newman. <laughs> All right, guys. Number three. All right, guys, coming in at number three. You all know one of the biggest themes we've had on the pod is none other than talking about Macaulay Culkin. I mean, for goodness sakes, he's one of our taglines at the end, right? 
Well, I'm going to take you guys back to his post Home Alone days. This is 1993, a movie that I've owned both on VHS and DVD, a movie that I watched a lot as a child. My sister and I used to love this movie. All right. It stars none other than Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood, who were both very young at the time, obviously 10 or younger. And this movie basically is about these two cousins. And Elijah Wood goes and he spends time, I think, after his parents die. He's he's staying with Macaulay Culkin, who's his cousin there. And basically, Macaulay Culkin tortures elijah wood the entire movie basically almost kills him like on a frozen pond when ice skating and won't even like help him out of the water takes him to like throw this guy called mr highway which is like a giant doll onto income oncoming traffic <laughs> causes a huge pileup kills a bunch of people it's a very dark movie that is rated r but was targeted at kids i mean we all love macaulay culkin and guys this is an iconic death scene because our boy macaulay actually dies at the end of this movie his own mother is holding on to elijah wood and macaulay culkin with basically one hand so they're both hanging on she has to make the ultimate decision knowing that her own son macaulay is terrible and that her nephew here who she's kind of taken in under her wing is the good son the movie is the good son she lets her grip go because you can only save one and macaulay culkin plummets to his death in the water on the rocks and i'll be honest with you I mean, I wasn't sad because he had it coming. He was a little turd. He All that crap he did to Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern finally caught up to him. And I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that his mom here realized that he was bad and that he needed to die. So give me Macaulay Culkin from The Good Son coming in at number three. Anybody else? What a great pick, man. Have you seen it? Okay, cool. That is a great, a great movie. Pick. I, when you were describing that, I saw that whole scene. You remember that scene I, over the water? I remember yeah. it. And I, the lady's hanging over the ledge. Yeah, trying to save him by the water. And yep. it's like she's got one one boy in each hand. And I was yep. like, drop yep. Macaulay. <laughs> drop him. Exactly. What would have been the only thing that make that even better is Michael Jackson reaches his other arm and grabs him out. <laughs> wow. Fly away oh. to Never Neverland Ranch. Oh my gosh. Uh, what a pick. Off the grid. What a pick. Love it though. Yes, Great. Great pick. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Number three for me. Uh, I'm tying this back to a villain death. One of my top five villains from that episode was Colonel Tavington. I'm going with the Patriot. In the final scene, Benjamin Martin is looking to exact revenge. The Americans have, have topped the hill and are, and are coming over. Tavington believes he has the upper hand on Benjamin Martin, played by Mel Gibson. Uh, looks like he is going to die the same death that his son did. Dodges it, ends up stabbing Tavington in the throat. And the rest is history. Just a great scene. Builds up to it. A lot of revenge there for Mel Gibson and Benjamin Martin. Uh, so I'm going with that scene from The Patriot at number three. I'm not surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah Big Patriot to, right here. Had the show back up. Love a good throat stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Love I that. Mean, vicious. Vicious. Throat stabs. <laughs> All right. Uh, my third pick, I'm going to bring it back to more modern day times. And you're going to be surprised at this pick because it is a Happy Madison production. Uh, it has Adam Sandler in it. Uh, so right. the movie is, is uh, this guy's a jewelry dealer in a big city, uh, obviously up north around Boston. And uh, you come to find out that he has a huge gambling debt and a lot of creditors coming after him. But somehow he comes across this opal jewel that gives him some good luck and his love starts turning around. Kevin Garnett comes into his store one day and wants the opal to borrow it. Um, and he's like, okay, great. So he remembers that the opal brings him some good luck and he bets all of his money on the Celtics winning the game that night. And uh, because Kevin, of course, had the opal. And everything starts going his way, but the creditors are angry and they come into the shop behind the bulletproof glass and you watch 
the whole scene pan out. You watch the Celtics win. You watch everything work out. The creditors are angry. He's celebrating and have a good time. And then, bam, they shoot Howard Ratner right in the head, dead at the end. You're pulling for this guy. So my third, my third pick is Howard Ratner's death on Uncut Gems, something that's impactful. You'll remember it forever because he had he was at the bottom. He climbed out of the barrel. You were rooting for the guy. You thought he had it all turned around. And then the final scene is literally him on the floor with a bullet hole in his head. Wow. Yeah, that you set that scene up perfectly, man. What a great movie. Uncut Gems was a, a great great film and adam sandler talk about range man i don't i don't know if i love the accent but he played that character perfectly and what a yeah man you're right you're pulling for him and bam you know what a what a way to go definitely we are ruining a lot of good movies for people i've not seen that movie (laughs) (laughs) that's what we do here potty by people you mean yourself yes yes exactly all right yeah (laughs) selfish don't be selfish todd Christian Christian wants the spoilers though. If he hasn't, which, I do, you know, guys. Even, for, even for Top Gun, I want them all. Uh oh, hey, spoiler alert, Goose. <laughs> <laughs> Considered it. Uh, Still for time. Me, uh, for me, my my number three pick. Let me qualify this by saying this is not one of my favorite movies. Matter of fact, it, it appeared on our overrated movies list, but I do think the death is iconic and very controversial. We're going to go with the 1997 movie, The Titanic, Rose and Jack. I mean, is there a worse person than Rose? Poor Jack's there in the water. There's room on the raft for him, and she just lets him die. You know, and so. Hey, cue um, the violins. Colin, hit us with some Celine Dion. That's right. (laughs) I know Brant is going to be passionate about this pick. I'm Only pretty sure. the first video. Celine Dion, doesn't she sing, I would do anything for That's meatloaf, bro. That's oh, meatloaf. that's right. Teas and, tease and peas. Teas and peas to meatloaf. <laughs> hey, near, far, wherever you are. Right. Celine Dion, meatloaf, you know. My heart will go on. I, I usually eat meatloaf while listening to Celine Dion, so I get it, Kevin. Easy mix up there. Oh, yeah. But but such an iconic death scene, right? But oh, absolutely. very controversial as well. Well, because there was room on the raft, Todd. Am I there right? Was. There was room 100%. on the raft. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a selfish death, to be honest with you. But I also feel like it was the resurrection of Leo's career because, like I said, every movie after that, oh, he smashed. Bangers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Good pick. I like that. All right, here we go. Number three for me, man. We're going back to the animated classic Lion King, but. Now, we're not talking about Mufasa. Like I said, I don't like the sad scenes. I like the vengeance scenes, the scenes that show some deaths that some some villains deserve. And, and we're talking about the scene where Scar is eaten by his own minions, the hyenas, right? When he kills Mufasa, he tells all the hyenas, you'll never go hungry again. Well, <laughs> lo and behold, they're... They're starving, right? And so they turn on him. And you can see in the scene, right, it's pretty gruesome, all the flames going up around him and whatever lion's den or hyena's den they're in. And, man, they eat him alive and just maul him. But it was it was nice. There we go, Lion King. <laughs> it was Scar. nice. And that he, felt nice. Scar I mean, why don't, why don't, eaten, why don't right? we ask Whoopi Goldberg how it tasted? Let's see, 1994, <laughs> what? I was 60 then, so, yeah. Aaron- yeah, I actually preferred the uh, real live version with Seth Rogen that came out a few years back. You know, those death scenes were so much better. <laughs> Did you see that one, Kevin? Yes. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Love it. Scars. Scars will remind you. Number two. All right, guys, coming in at number two. So I'm going to take us to the MCU for all you Marvel fans out there. And I asked Kevin, you know, pre-show if he had seen this movie, Avengers Endgame. You know, there are quite a few Marvel movies where you could say, oh, in that one, everybody died, right? But it was a joke, right? But this one was the true death of none other than Tony Stark, who is Iron Man. If you remember the scene, those of you who have watched the movie with Thanos and the Infinity Stones, and basically, you know, Tony Stark, 
you know, if you watch the very beginning of every Marvel series, right? Tony Stark's the first person you met, right, Kevin? Like when you started, you said Iron Man, that was the first movie, right? So, you know, in reality, you've seen him over the course of time and you've seen his character arc and he does this most selfless act. And, you know, do you remember what he said, Kevin, his last words as he was laying there? Um, It's simpler than you could think. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, don't guess. He says, I am Iron Man. But anyway, uh, yeah, iconic death there, guys. Uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark from Avengers Endgame coming in at number two. Anyone? Right. Yeah, I'm going to comment because I think it's a tremendous movie and it is good. Like just that whole entire movie. It's I think it's close to three hours, but it was one of those that yeah. went by like that. And I wanted it to keep on going. But yeah, man, it was a sad death because because Tony's, you wanted Captain America to die. Well, yes. Tony Stark's the the freaking man. And right. But he does something that a superhero does i guess if he's got to do it and you know what makes it really really sad though is that at this point in the game in the marvel universe he's got a wife and he's got a kid and that just hits home when you have a kid for sure right because he 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 promises to come back and he's not in you know the first half of that movie they're trying to talk him into coming back and Man, he ultimately does, but he does what he needs to do and and kind of restores order or, or so we think so Love it. Yeah, well, stay tuned for uh, Iron Boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two for me. Um, if you know me or know my movie preferences uh, in this topic, you probably figured you weren't getting out without a couple Denzel Washington moments. And uh, so a little foreshadowing there as well. But number two, I'm going with American Gangster and Frank Lucas. Uh, It's the point in the movie where he's brought all his brothers to Harlem and he is teaching them how to run the business. And they're still kind of filling out, okay, what, what has he got us into? What exactly are we doing? What's the bigger picture here? Who is my brother? They're sitting in a diner for breakfast uh, and Frank sees a, um, I guess you could call him a rival drug lord out on the street frank uh leaves the table goes out while his brothers are watching and he's going to collect basically the tax from this guy tango who is selling some of frank's product and he apparently hasn't paid the tax frank asks him for the 20 percent. tango cops an attitude with him frank pulls out a gun he says what are you gonna do frank lucas shoots him dead in the street makes a point. It's a pivotal moment in the movie. It's a ruthless killing, but it lets everybody know that Frank Lucas is here. How about that? Like Colin, I have never seen you light up more than this episode. I mean, I'm loving this dark side of Colin after 10 PM. This is epic. Now that was a great pick, by the way. Stay tuned for number one. I'll stick around because I have to contractually. Oh, a little Foo Fighters right there. Old school Foo Fighters. I'll stick around. Oh, absolutely. I'll stick with <laughs> never mind. Colin T's and P's to Taylor. Is that too That's soon? right. Oh uh, yeah. Hawkins much. Hawkins high. Stranger things. <laughs> T's and P's. All right, guys. Here we go. Uh, my second pick. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what it is without a description or anything. Going back to an old classic, another end of the movie death. Tony Montana and Scarface. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say hello to my little friend. (laughs) Everywhere. So Tony (laughs) rises quickly through illegal cocaine selling. Michelle Pfeiffer, um, am I right? I mean, he, you know, he became ruthless. He became cunning. He rose to the top. Power, money. That's what he wanted, right? He got all that. But then in his one slip, his one singular moment of humanity, for the journalist that he was not going to assassinate for Alejandro, the kingpin, Alejandro Sosa, left him in a frenzied, against all odds, war battle gunfight in his mansion. Cocaine sniffing up his nose, bullets flying everywhere, and then the one guy that snuck up the back window and shot him in the back, Tony Montana, took a death at the end. Oh, man. Those most impactful times. 
Yeah, that's epic. All I could picture is like his nose covered in white and like <laughs> him just shooting guns. Like I remember this was one where it was like everybody thought it was cool. Like I'm sure I had like a poster on my wall, but I had never seen it until like 2008 or something like that. And I bought the DVD like out of one of those Walmart bins <laughs> for like $5. I was like, why did it take me so long? You know? Oh, wow. Yeah, I knew that one was coming. It's on almost every list I looked at. Um, when I was I'm reloaded. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen it. Can't You're not it. surprised from that description, Kevin. It sounds like a nightmare of yours. You know, down in Miami with the I, family, white linen pants, and all of a sudden, <laughs> cocaine fly. Eating <laughs> that Joe Stone crab, tearing it Absolutely. up. Absolutely right. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. He doesn't go that far south in Florida. That's true. Orlando. He makes it to Tallahassee. <laughs> Good one, Todd. Orlando funny, joke. Walter Disney. Like Love it. I like that. <laughs> hey, uh, for me, my number two, man, we, I mean, I think this is the third time it's appeared on a list tonight, but I'm going to go with Mufasa's death in the Lion King. Uh, actually, it didn't appear twice because you picked the Lion King, but you didn't, you didn't pick that death, Kevin, right? I um, right, right, right. That's my scar. We're together. Yeah, this eaten. this uh this solidified scar is one of the one of the most uh, recognized villains, and you know you just hear the words "Long live the king" as you see Mufasa fall back. You know, man, such an iconic death and and such a sad one too, right? And such a such a great great kids movie. So I won't say a whole lot more about it because we we talked about it a whole lot. What a what a two two sentences back to back, man, just. Iconic death and a great kids movie. Great kids movie. <laughs> you know, Todd, why don't we just line up Old Yeller and Macaulay Culkin, Mufasa? Why don't you just kill my childhood? Why don't you? Uh, I'm working on, off on this. <laughs> Stay tuned for number one. I have right. to contractually. Number two for me, iconic movie that we all love very, very much. I think we all love it. Happy Gilmore. All right. You've got Happy and you've got Chubbs in the apartment. Chubbs gives Happy a massive hockey stick putter, okay? And Chubbs and, and Happy, they're tied already at this point in time, right? We know about the alligator that's bit the uh, bit Chubbs' hand off. And, you know, Happy finds the alligator, kills the alligator, decapitates the alligator. And, no, that's not the death I'm talking about, guys. After, <laughs> Chubbs, gives the, after Chubbs gives Happy the putter, Happy's like, you know, Chubbs, I've got a got a great gift for you too, buddy. And Chubbs opens the box, and there it is, the alligator's head. Chubbs so scared, he backs out, falls out the window, <laughs> falls to his death, and dies. And then you've got Lee Trevino down there witnessing the whole thing, looking up at Happy, like, what have you done? But number two, Chubbs' death scene and Happy Green. <laughs> well, how about that? I didn't expect it, but you hear his hand fall off and then get run over by a car, right? Or something that's like right, that. That's right. <laughs> wow. What an iconic death, man. That's, yep. uh, that's off the grid. Great. I didn't thing. expect happy Gilmore on this list. Right. <laughs> right, stay tuned I thought you were going to say one. his grandma. Stay tuned right. for number one. <laughs> I have to contractually. Number one. All right, guys, coming in at number one. We made it, fellas. We're on our first picks, The Impossible Task. But for Colin, this one was right up his alley. Uh, Power Five Pod after dark, tease and peace to everybody. Guys, I hope this one makes like a clean sweep because as much as this movie gets talked about on the pod, I'll be surprised if at least one or two people don't have this death. Uh, but it comes from the 90s classic from our boy Tommy Hanks and his pal Bubba Blue, who gets killed in this movie. If you remember the war scene, they kind of get hit with napalm from an airstrike. Uh, you know, Bubba died from complications from his wounds. And Kevin, do you remember what his last words were before he died? I am Iron Man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, was, it was, I want to go home. And he went home, you know, obviously to eternal rest. But man, how sad, right? Because you knew all his different types of shrimp, that friendship that blossomed between him and Thomas Hanks. So good, so pure. Uh, really sad, really missed the guy. And I think he's worthy of a number one death there, guys. So to me, it was less about the scene and more about the impact of the character's death himself, ladies and gentlemen. So it is Bubba from Forrest Gump coming in at numero uno. Great pick. Oh, pick. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm cutting room floor. Dude. Oh, nice, nice. I want to see your floor, Todd. Pan to the floor. 
All right, number one for me, uh, I'm going back to the well with Denzel Washington in what is arguably one of the greatest killing movies of all time, Man on Fire. If you're not familiar with the movie, little Peter has been kidnapped by uh, La Hermandad, who is uh, basically a a cartel-esque group. Uh, Denzel has made it his mission to find little Peter and is doing whatever it takes. Uh, In this specific scene, he's got the president of the drug ring bent over and strapped to the hood of a car. The the guy kind of comes to, Denzel is calmly explaining to him what is going on. He's showing him the materials to make a bomb. He then tells uh, the gentleman that that is what is tucked inside of him right now and uh <laughs> basically that's how the guy dies denzel sends a page to it uh, to the device you know two minutes later old boy's gone <laughs> took under, it up the keister where was it where was it tucked uh, I'm, I'm confused can you show yeah, us on the you, bear where it was tucked <laughs> you can use your imagination Todd. <laughs> and he will contractually john creasy number one Man, How about fire. that? What I loved about it is you literally made like a funny little punny there. You were like, I went to the well for dead zone. <laughs> That's, That's graphic, Colin. Man, I got to tell you. Oh, man. Good one, bro. Classic pick. I think he's confused, ball. though. I think he thinks this is the Denzel episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Colin, you're on the wrong episode. You want to come back at 11? We're going to be doing. Oh, it's already after that. I'm sorry. The man knows how to arrange death. That's all I can say, Doug. Yeah, up the keys to. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I'm going to finish up mine with the number one pick. I had a tough time picking my number one. It's definitely a toss-up between a couple of others. But I'm staying with Forrest Gump like Christian did. But it's not Bubba this time. It's not Bubba. It's, it's actually one of the most talked about deaths in Forrest Gump. And it was a debated how she died death for 25 years. So Jenny... The number one death uh, scene, uh, most impactful for me for Forrest Gump was Jenny. But at the 25th anniversary in 2019, the screenwriter did confirm that Jenny died from complications of HIV. But how sad and how impactful that Forrest had already, you know, he lost his best friend Bubba and then he lost his mother and then he endured all these deaths. But this death was, you know, left something behind for him, left behind for him a little Forrest Jr., And he had been pursuing Jenny for a number of years, but she had gone out and chosen a different path, uh, a different way of life than what Forrest was wanting to provide to her. And, you know, he may not have been a smart man, but he knew what love was. But um, (laughs) it made it definitely impactful on him and um, left behind a little Forrest for him to take care of. How about that? Yeah, Great pick there. And Jared, can you confirm that is how Tom Hanks died in Philadelphia? Cause Jenny gave him the HIV. Is that right? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think that's right. I think that I was- figured that was a sequel, right? In Philadelphia somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Cause in Greenbow, Alabama, when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? So Jenny. just like Twister two, it should have been called <laughs> Forrest Gump two. Everybody <laughs> would have seen it. Yes. <laughs> Man, I'm a huge Gump fan, so I love I love seeing those on this on this list for sure. Uh, with my number one pick, I'm gonna go. This is no secret to you guys. You probably could have guessed it. Uh, it's been on, on several of my lists. Matter of fact, Vin I Diesel. Tried to say, what's that? Vin Diesel. No. <laughs> um, I've tried to stay away from it, but I just I just couldn't uh, with integrity stay away from it. Uh, I'm gonna go with Apollo Creed's death in Rocky Four. Yes. And, you know, for me, the most impactful death in a movie, I, I shared on one of the episodes, I was in the movie theater, remember, like, literally crying like he was a family member, uh, you know, and uh, man, so it just really was an impactful death for me. It was obviously an impactful death for that series. We also get the classic, if he dies, he dies line uh, right after. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right after that. So, oh, man, uh, such a such a. um Iconic death, in my opinion. Iconic. Oh, yeah. oh man. 
I agree with that. I had that on my list, but you know, and I'm glad you picked it because that definitely deserves to be on one of these fives for sure. Cause it really blossoms out the Rocky series from there. Everybody thinks yeah. it's one and two, but four I mean, hollow dies four is four is it man. Because yeah. that's Rocky is left to be the man. Can I just say, Todd, you mentioned him feeling like part of the family. And uh, can you confirm after your 23andMe test, he actually was a part of your family? Is that is that accurate? I can't confirm at this time. Sorry. Or deny. Correct. <laughs> Correct. No, I think, too, we talked about this on the, one of the previous episodes. Like, you're in the height of, like, you know, 80s Cold War, you know, all that stuff. I mean, you got Russia and America. You know, you got Apollo comes out with the James Brown music, you know, the the American flag. And so it was just, it, it, it almost felt like this death was like our, an attack on our entire country. And it so. Tactful, Cause he, you know, that was when the blood doping, the USSR blood doping and steroids was huge back then. Right. I can't wait to see Michael B. Jordan versus Vladimir Putin in 2024. <laughs> you know what I think? <laughs> I think that Todd has been scheming, our entire family for for such a long time. He he says that his son's name is Braden, but I'm pretty sure it's Rocky. It's Rocky Lalas. <laughs> no That's doubt a good about name that. right there. I put my money on that horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, not I really surprised. Did, not surprised. I really did try to leave it off. Yeah. Not surprised, man. Impactful death, sad death, but you know what? Kind of fuels Rocky to to like. Like DJ says, man, to be the man. So, all right, here we go. Coming in at number one for me, guys, I think everybody's probably seen the movie Gladiator. Joaquin Phoenix is an absolute trash bag, okay? Kills his own dad, orders the crucifixion of Maximus, played by Russell Crowe, orders the crucifixion of Maximus's wife, his child, his son. Maximus is is – basically captured goes to africa ends up getting bought by you know a, a slave owner essentially who makes him into a gladiator but you know he just fights battle after battle in the gladiator arena commodus again played by joaquin phoenix is just a, a glutton for death and blood and seeing torture from all these different people and so finally he gets into the into the arena and kind of stacks the cards up in his favor to hopefully beat Maximus, right? I mean, everybody loves Maximus at this point in time. And uh, despite that, despite Maximus being on his, his last leg and, and being so close to death, he ultimately ends up killing Commodus with his own knife. Hey, you know, I love a good throat stab. So he dies by via throat stab. And, man, it's just – it's just a uh, – it's a sad ending to the movie ultimately because Maximus dies right after that, right? I mean, he declares himself free and he frees all these other guys, which is a good good thing. Um, but he ultimately dies, but he goes to join his, his wife and his son into the next life. And, uh, man, just a man's movie, right? Just adrenaline throughout and uh, a man that loves his family and tries to do the right thing for on behalf of everybody – uh, and, and killing the ruthless ruler of Rome during this time, Commodus. So, number one, Gladiator, Commodus's death. Love it. Yeah, great flick right there. Russell Crowe, am I right? Russell Crowe. Crowe. Man's man in that movie. Yeah, just dudes being guys, really, that whole movie. Yep. <laughs> Love it. Great day. Love it. Excellent. Great one. I never about, watched that, man. I hadn't watched it in quite some time, but that's a. a, a I, I saw it at the Colony, Kevin, just for your reference. Of course, oh, man. The Two dollar flick, the maybe a dollar back then. Hey, the goat of all the dollar movies. Abs. Hey, How about I that? we did it. We killed it. Literally. We did it, man. We killed it. This episode's kind of <laughs> running a little bit long, but. Hey, I enjoyed enjoyed that, man. We all took it a different way, but it was good having Colin back on. Hopefully, Mr. we'll Musk, have yeah. him on for the next couple episodes, right? Maybe we've got one or two or maybe three episodes left in our movie series. I don't know. Maybe we'll one. That out, but, hey, maybe just one. <laughs> but anyways, look forward to having everybody back. 
Enzyme, appreciate you joining us again, man. You guys give this guy a follow and book him, oh, yeah. whatever your event is. Todd, as always, man, you've made a home on here, so we appreciate that. And can't wait to do it again. Thanks for all our listeners, and uh, we'll see you next time. Say goodnight, Kevin. Kevin.